Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is Scott Lutz, and today we are in um, 1 Kings chapter 17, 1 through 24. Um, first, we will read Elijah fed by ravens, and then the widow of Zarephath. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. Now, Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the Kareth ravine, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have ordered the ravens to feed you there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to Kareth Ravine, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. The widow at Zarephath. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Go at once to Zarephath of Sidon and stay there. I have commanded a widow in that place to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, Would you bring me a little water to, in a jar so I ha may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called and, and bring me please a piece of bread. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make a small cake of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour will not be used up, and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord gives rain on the land. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Sometime later, the son of the woman who owned the house became ill. He grew worse and worse and finally stopped breathing. She said to Elijah, What do you have against me, man of God? Do you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? Give me your son, Elijah replied. He took him from her arms, carried him to the upper room where he was staying, and laid him on the bed. Then he cried out to the Lord, O Lord my God, have you brought tragedy also upon this widow I am staying with by causing her son to die? Then he stretched himself out on the boy three times and cried out, cried to the Lord, O Lord my God, let this boy's life return to him. The Lord heard Elijah's cry, and the boy's life returned to him, and he lived. Elijah picked up the child and carried him down from the room into the house. He gave him to his mother and said, Look, your son is alive. 
Then the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God, and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is the truth. Let's go ahead and head to the New Testament. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in uh, 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through um, 22. And this is wives and husbands, and suffering from good, from doing good. Let's go ahead and start reading the scripture. Wives, in the same way, be submissive to your husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. When you see the purity and the reverence of your lives, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair and the wearing of gold jewelry, and fine clothes. Instead, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet and quiet spirit, which is which is of the gentle, which is of great worth in God's sight. For this is the way the holy woman of the past, who put their hope in God, used to make themselves beautiful. They were submissive to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called her, called him her master. You and your daughters, if you do what is right, and do not give way to fear. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives, and treat them with respect as a weaker partner, and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Suffering for doing good. Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic, love and love as brothers. Be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil, or insult with insult, but be but with blessing, because to this you were called, so that you may inherit a blessing for whoever would love life and see good days. May keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for that what is right... you are blessed do not fear what they fear do not be frightened but if your hearts set apart christ as lord always be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have but do this with gentleness and respect keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against you your good behavior in christ may be ashamed of their slander it is better, if it is God's will, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He must put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit, through spirits in prison, who disobeyed long ago, when God waited patiently in days of Noah, 
while the ark was being built. In it, only a few people, eight, eight and all, were saved through, bab- through water. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Now the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at right God's right hand with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask that your will be done in our lives. Thank you for dying on the cross for us, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. I apologize for um, stumbling with my words um, earlier in this podcast. Um, But anyway, God bless you. Have a good day.